Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 83, and today we are going to be continuing our conversation with Jake Maurer about the Land Lab at North Dakota State College of Science. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple's podcasting app. It's on Stitcher, Overcast. We got it on SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about this show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. In our last episode, we were talking about working with the college and the students at the Land Lab and conducting some field trials. Last time, we ended by saying that not everything went according to plan, but there is a lot of things that turned out great. What did all of the field trials, whether they went according to plan or not, show in the data that we collected? Well, because we had every single piece of equipment logging the data, logging every single point, you know, whether it's a downforce or whether it's a measurement of uh, speed or whatever it was, because we have all of that, we are able to kind of go back and try to tell the story or piece together the story. I, I flew the field a number of times with our, our fixed wing Sentara PHX platform. You know, I have my near infrared data. I have my NDVI, true NDVI data. I have, you know, every single piece that we would want and need to kind of go back and bring that whole thing full circle, the whole, you know, start small and, and scale up to big data. And the things, you know, the quick things that we kind of noted was that, you know, if you put two different varieties of wheat out in the field, you can kind of pick that out pretty well. Um, if you put... Uh, a planter and you increase in rate or an increase in speed from four miles an hour to 12, there isn't a terribly large agronomic difference that we see. And we didn't see it in the yield data either. I mean, we didn't exactly see these bright red or, or green streaks going across the field that you would pretty much expect. Now, those are just visual things. And I think as we get into a lot of the, the mathematics that we'll hopefully be working with the students to determine and they'll be the ones providing the answers and the and the true output of, of all of those field trials. But really, I see a lot of great value in that we didn't see a lot of differences. Because now, instead of it being an agronomic field trial, it becomes an economic field trial. And of course, with my background being a, you know, being a, an economist by training and an agronomist by trade, it's kind of fun because now I can go back and manipulate the data set from a time savings um, platform standpoint. You know, how quickly could we get this crop in? And those, those differences and those differences in speed and how timely we can be with our applications or with our planting or our field work, those make humongous impacts agronomically. And so 
I really think that the true value of what we learned from our field trials will be seen in years two and three. And that's a really good point that you bring up, Jake, that talking about that we really didn't see a whole lot. So going back to the planter speed trial, we fully expected there to be a yield difference. We expected to see something affected in the yield, and we we didn't. Surprisingly, we did not. We were out there again with a DB44 exact emerge planter, running it from 4 miles an hour all the way up to 12 miles an hour, and our yield data did not show an, an issue. We did not see a, a statistically, we did not see a difference between the slower speeds to the faster speeds. So you start talking, like, like you said, putting your uh, economist hat on, you think numbers, whether it be input or time savings or efficiency or productivity, there's so much more value to that than just merely a yield number which is where we thought we would see, which is why we had planned that uh, that speed trial to really find out what that exact emerge planter is capable of. And much to our surprise, that exact emerge planter is capable of even more than what we expected. When John Deere released the exact emerge planter, they said planting capabilities up to 10 miles an hour, which it can. It, it can plant very well at 10 miles an hour. And we thought that once we hit that 8, 9, 10 miles an hour, once we went beyond that, we were expecting to see a yield decrease because of the placement of seed and everything like that. But again, it, it was really awesome to see there wasn't much of a difference. All of this stuff, the, the numbers that you're putting together, the, the numbers that we've collected, the maps, everything like that, Going back to the students as well as the education end from the RDO equipment standpoint, what, is, what does all of this mean to RDO as well as North Dakota State College of Science? Right, and I even put that into the category of agriculture as a whole or the equipment industry or, or agronomists or anybody. The fact that you have a complete data set and for teaching purposes. Every single time I go to a conference or I, I meet up with colleagues, they're always, hey, have you got any yield data? Have you got any of this data set or this type of data set? Even even my peers within RDO, you know, Nate, who's, uh, you know, a big part of this, he, he reached out to me before he started teaching a precision ag class. He says, Jake, I don't know that I have a data set for this. And I says, you know what? You do. You have a data set that would show tillage. You have a data set that will now show planting or will now show spraying or whatever, whatever type that you need. To me, having the ability to teach, to train on that is, is powerful in and of itself. The fact that you don't need to necessarily ask a lot of people for permission to sign off. I mean, we can get into a lot of things that um, covered in in a number of podcasts and even the ones including probably Terry Griffin, where we start talking about data privacy and the importance of having that security and that data security. The big thing being, um, this is kind of, a, it's an open source in a sense. You know, we can share this freely. We can talk about it at training sessions with our customers, with growers who are interested, with other colleges, with other schools. And we now have a complete package that can kind of be transferred back and forth. And, and I think the students don't even realize 
they will realize it when they get out into the working world, when they start working with growers and they only have yield data to work with, or they only have planting data because they didn't have their header um, lifted to the right height and we didn't record anything. I mean, I've had a number of research projects that have kind of been botched just because the header height, the platform height wasn't proper to collect the data set. And, and there'll be a lot of successes, failures, frustrations that will come with that. But giving the students the ability to see this data set, even though it's not perfect, and because it's not perfect, they'll be able to actually make those interpretations and, and learn the realities of our business firsthand, just like we are. I was just going to ask you for a success story, but exactly what you were talking about, that is a success story in itself. Exactly what you're saying about being able to use this data, not not worrying about the big talk these days is data privacy and having the permission to do that stuff. But we're involved in it. The students are involved in it. We can all see it. So it, like I said, that correct me if I'm wrong, but that itself there, what you just explained is a very, very high a high-ranking success story in our books. Absolutely. It, it really is. The The fact that we we are able to be a collaborative partner, I think that's that's huge for us as, as a company. It's huge for the industry to be showing that kind of effort with, within education. Because really, even though in education you're trying to train this new group of people who will enter the ag industry, there's always been this kind of this gap that it's always been chalked up to on on the job learning and now we're hoping to bridge some of that gap hoping to bring some of those realistic scenarios and bring it into the classroom in years one and two instead of in years you know 10 and 11 which would be after school has already taken place and and you're just now getting started so I think that those are humongous success stories that we don't even we don't even know the full extent um, but the fact that we have real live scenarios for them to work on and to work with, I think that that's, that's going to pay dividends greatly for those students and their careers in the future. This has been a really fun year for both you and I, as well as the rest of the team, Bryce Nolan, Ben Hildy, Caleb Seeger, Aaron Bramer, product specialist team here in the Red River Valley, as well as other people within the RDO organization. We had a number of uh, technicians out in the field kind of running some of the equipment and uh, our marketing team was out in the field. Uh, so it's really cool to see all of the involvement we had a lot of fun. It was one heck of a learning year for us as far as planning, scheduling, and just everything that goes into truly farming. It, I mean, we got to learn firsthand. I know you come from a farming background. I come from a farming background. A number of our team members are, are also coming from a farming background. But to really get this piece of land, to really farm it ourselves and partner with the school do you have any closing thoughts or, or really truly what this means to RDO equipment and the school and everybody involved? I I like to think that this this means the world to all groups involved. This is this has been a very special experience. We 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 deal with you know small little things here and there. Oh, someone needed to pick this up from from our, our ag retailer, or someone you know needs to mow, or someone needed to take care of this you know, this weed that we didn't get cleaned up or, or maybe we got it planted too late, or maybe we didn't get everything fertilized to the fullest extent. But when you look at it and you step back and you say, wow, 
you know, we really accomplished something. We, we did something that there aren't very many collaborators, cooperators that can kind of, you know, stretch across the academic and industry um, skill sets or, or perspectives. I mean, it just, it just doesn't happen. It takes a real commitment from both sides to say, I know that your style is different. I know that your, your goals are different and, and be able to look beyond that and say, this is for a bigger thing. This is for a greater good. This, this year was, it was clumsy. It was kind of dirty. We didn't, we didn't know what we were getting into. We were farming a piece of ground that you have basically two days in the growing season that you can get the crop in and get it sprayed and about get it harvested because we harvested in the rain. I mean, really at the end of the day, we learned so much in one growing year and one growing season from the conversations had on the front end to the actual field work, to the analytics that are being done on the back end of this. And then now the education and the, and the talking, the discussion, and we have a story to tell I me mean, there was no podcast to be had about this a year ago today. There, there was no, we weren't going to have a podcast on, on the land lab. There, there was nothing to talk about. And to go from there to now being able to fill um, a lot of voids of, you know, I wish we knew this, or wish we had this experience, or we wish we could have done this. I mean, the marketing has a terrific set of photos that we're going to be able to use. Communications team has a whole bunch of new collaborative partners that they can go to for stories, for ideas, for experiences. And these students have a real live working farm that they can go out there and, and learn from. And I think to me, that's the ultimate success. It, that's really what it is. We, we cannot put a dollar value on the true, the true meaning of what the Land Lab has been for us as a collaborator and to our collaborative partners, as well as the, the entire school system at North Dakota State College of Science. You mentioned the a year ago today, we did not have a podcast on on the land lab. We weren't really sure what the land lab was going to look like. Go back. Uh, we were actually in the cab of the DB44, the 8370R and the DB44 Exact Emerge. Go back and listen to episode 66 of this podcast. We had Caleb Seeger in the cab running that planter. Uh, I was there recording some audio with him. That is the first, uh, kind of the first realm in, in, uh, uh, marketing this land lab, uh, with the RDO podcast. So go back, listen to that. Jake year one, almost in the books. We got a little bit of, uh, of, uh, calculations, a little bit of number stuff to do in the background to really finalize these, these numbers on these field trials. But in general, year one is in the books year two. We're really excited. We're looking forward to it going forward from here. Where can people go? Who can they talk to if they want to learn more, if they want to follow along with what we're doing out there? If you want to learn more about what we've got going on, and for the most part, we we kind of do it in real time. So the best way to keep up with us is on social media, especially through our Twitter feeds, mine being uh, at RDO Jacob M. Um, the NDSCS also has a, a Twitter feed at NDSCS underscore ag. Uh, those, are, those are two great links if you want to keep up with us. 
From time to time, there will be stories in the, the RDO Equipment Company newsroom, if you want to check that out as well. And then from time to time, you'll also see some articles on precisionag.com that I'll write kind of telling about my experiences or talking about the things that we've learned in the land lab. I just want to thank you, Jake, for sitting down with me today and recording this episode. It was a lot of fun that we had. Uh, again, we could talk about this for hours, about the the uh, trials and tribulations we had out there. It was a unique year. It was a fun year. And I'm really looking forward to year number two. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to see... When we record this same podcast a year from now, I can't imagine what it's going to look like. So really, I can't wait to see what, what the Land Lab becomes, where it goes, and, and what stories we have to tell for year two. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.